In terms of where it's important to begin, honestly, I'd have to begin with the day I was born because I was born one of three identical triplet girls, natural, no fertility drugs or anything. So right off the bat, I was an anomaly. Growing up, we never really were forced into like any gender roles or anything. We could pretty much do what we wanted. We would play with our brother's toys. We would play with our own toys. But from a very young age, I identified more with my brothers and with male. Well, not really with my brothers. I was more like my sisters being triplets, but with being a boy. When I was three years old, when people asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I said I wanted to be a boy, which was cute at first. And then I guess got a little worrisome. I mean, my sisters like to refer to that as red flag number one. But I think it was easy for me to just go along with the group. I did dance with my sisters. We played softball and stuff. Even if it was something a boy wouldn't do, I didn't care because I was with my sisters and I was having fun. But I did do some masculine things that my sisters didn't do. Like, I cried for like two years in a row until my mom finally let me play pop on a football. I was the only girl in the entire league. So that was interesting, red flag number two. The best part about that for me was we got my hair cut short because I used to have very long hair so that it would fit under my football helmet and people wouldn't know that I was a girl, which I loved. Like That was probably the best thing that could ever happen to me. And this was like in second grade. When I had to wear girls' clothes, it was always a fight. I would take my brother's clothes, but my parents would be like, no way, and they'd make me change. But what I would do is I would take the clothes they made me take off and put them in my backpack and change on the school bus, and then I would change back into my my girl clothes on the way home. So I found my ways. (laughs) The one fight I remember the most was when I was in, I think, fifth grade, and we were going to Boston to see cats. And I was wearing these girl clothes, but I didn't want to. I, was, I wanted to wear my boys' clothes, and I was crying, and I was fighting with my parents, and my dad threatened to leave me at my grandmother's house while everyone else went to go see cats. So apparently I loved musical theater more than I liked dressing like a boy because I shut up and put the girls' clothes on. I think I was in the fourth or fifth grade when it finally started to become like, okay, you really need to be wearing a bra. My sisters wore them. All my friends that were girls were wearing them, but I, like, resisted for as long as I could. But then finally, my mom's like, you need to do this. And so I just finally broke down and did it. It was so uncomfortable for me for the longest time. I hated it. But I never wore, like, the fancy bras that my best friends always made me go shopping with them for. I always just wore, like, a sports bra. That was as far as I was about to go with that. I would get really, really sad, and I didn't know why. The way I explain it is there was, like, this really big black lump in my chest that just weighed my body down and just made me feel horrible, and I didn't know why. And so when I would get sad like this, I would just, I'd cry, and I would follow my mom around because if I was miserable, she was going to be miserable too. At the end of seventh grade, at 4 o'clock in the morning on a school night, I don't know why I was up, but I was. I was on Wikipedia, and I just wikipedia the word gay. And I was just kind of looking around, seeing where that would take me, and it took me to a page, and there was this word transgender. And so I clicked on it to go to the link for that, and I read what transgender was, and I was like, oh, this is it. This is what I am. So at first I was ecstatic. I was so happy because I finally connected myself 
there was always like these two parts of me, like me and then whatever was wrong with me, and I finally put it together. But my depression kind of got worse because now I knew what I was, but everyone else was still calling me a girl. They were calling me a girl name. They were denying what I had been telling them. I was trans, I was a boy, and I thought I was destined to live my whole life being a girl who wanted to be a boy or just being a girl who looked like a boy and never really being a boy. The first people who knew were my sisters, my triplets. We were just hanging out one day and I just was talking to them and I was like, yeah, I'm a boy. And they're like, yeah, we know. After them, of course, I told my friends because they were obviously wondering why I stopped wearing girls' clothes and stuff. And so I just told them. I was like, I'm a boy. And they'd be like, you're a girl. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm a guy. And they were pretty much like, okay. By the end of it, I was like, guys, I'm a boy. And they're like, I know. Shut up. This is the third time you've told us. When it kind of came down to it, we would just all hang out and just talk about it. And the things they weren't okay asking me, they just asked my sisters. My parents told me when I came out to them that they always knew. When I was 14, the beginning of eighth grade, it was one of those times where I was following my mom around just because I was really depressed, now knowing because I was transgender, and my mom just turned around. She just said to me, what is wrong? And usually I would just say nothing and go off and cry, but this time she's like, no, you're not going anywhere. So I was sitting in the kitchen with my mom, 14 years old, sitting on my mom's lap, crying. My two sisters were there. My dad was there. And my mom just kept asking what was wrong. And I I wanted to tell her so badly, but I didn't know just how to say I'm a boy or I think I'm a boy. And my mom finally just said to me, like, do you think you're a boy? And I said, yes. And so then she said, okay, we have a therapy appointment set up for you next week. So when I told them, they were kind of ready for it. My dad was... Right off the bat, he was okay with it. He was one of the first people to start calling me by my male name. He came up to me one day and said, you want to be a boy, right? I'm like, yes. He's like, okay, if we ever go on another cruise and the ship's going down and they say women and children first, you better not get in that boat. And I said, okay. And that's kind of when I knew, all right, dad gets it. He's okay with it. It kind of took my mom a little longer to finally get to that place because, you know, for her, it was like she's losing her youngest daughter She thought that by me changing genders, it would change who I was. You know, when I first mentioned going on hormones, she really didn't want anything to do with that. It was really hard for her when I started changing my name. But eventually she did come around when she realized that she'd rather have a happy son than a depressed, sad, or dead daughter. And she realized that me changing my gender wasn't going to change who I was and it was actually going to improve who I was because when I changed genders you know I became happier my grandmother said to my mom you know Zach used to walk with his head down but now he doesn't and that's because he's a boy now and then she was all for it she told me it doesn't matter what I do or what I am just as long as I'm a good person then they love me no matter what I was very lucky. At first, when my parents weren't really too on board with it, it was really hard for me to have to be home and feel like this is a place where I can't be who I am in my own house. But for me, it became if I didn't have my parents' support, then I just kind of leaned more on everyone else's support. I found at least somebody 
who did support me and was going to be okay with me and understood. So whether I found that with my sisters or my friends or even my teachers, there are people out there who love you. You just need to look and you need to find them and you need to just know who they are because no matter what happens, as long as you have those people that love you, you're going to be okay. It was pretty recent that I felt like I've finally kind of become that whole person where I'm just me. I realized that going to college next year, I don't have to be transgender anymore. People don't know that I was once a girl. If you look at me, you have no idea. I could if I wanted to just be Zach and just be a boy. It's weird for me to not feel like I have to come out to people or people already know. To understand me and who I am and why I do the things I do, you need to know that I'm trans. People always say, you're so happy, you're so confident. I'm like, yep, I went through hell to get here. And it's kind of hard to explain that without talking about being trans. I'm so glad to be done with high school. I always feel like I'm much older than a lot of the kids my age. And I think it's just because I've been through a lot. I've had to make these medical decisions for my life. And being through really tough depression changes you too. I value my life more and I value the things I do in life. When I was 14 years old, I wanted to die. I knew what it was felt like to just be laying in your bed and stop breathing and be like, just, I don't want to start again. Being transgender, it's, it's hard. It's hard emotionally. It's hard socially. It's okay to not understand. And it's okay to maybe get pronouns mixed up every now and then. It's a learning process. But educate yourself. Even if you don't get it, this is still a person, and we need to respect them and their choices. If you meet someone transgender, just be kind and just be a good person. A transgender person is no different from any other person you've ever met in your life.